This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast? Excellent. It is. I'm, I'm going for season nine, episode one. I am going to that. We're just a few weeks, two weeks away from the kickoff of, of the next season. And this is episode one of season nine. Nine seasons. Can't believe it. Time's just blown by. Tonight with me in our pre-season special is uh, Shedman. Uh, Nigel, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. And uh, no, no, uh, sorry, no, John. We have got Nigel. Uh, no, George. George is out tonight. Uh, but we do have a special guest all the way from the United States of America. Is it Donald United Trump? States. It's not Donald Trump. Oh. It's David. I get his name wrong always. Old Sink. I'm not even helping you anymore. Whatever. Just say Dave. Dave. Yeah, Dave. Be Dave. Where are you? And what are you doing? I'm in my house recording a podcast with you. Excellent. Um, I've sort of set myself up to tonight because I've got two of the most pessimistic um, non-board lovers on a podcast with just me and I'm going to be out number two to one. But let's see how it goes. Um, so what we're going to do, uh, we haven't really done a running order, so give me. Um, but I thought what we'd do is talk a little bit about transfers uh, what's left of the transfer window then we go on to the pre-season friendlies we talk about uh, Austria and, and the two games in China and then upcoming preview of, of we're playing um, Fulham and then uh, another one in Austria and I forget who's the name who we're playing there uh, and then we're back oh, for, for Berlin oh yeah we are and and then we are we're back for uh, obviously the the Betway Cup against Bilbao, and then it's the start of the season. We're only a few weeks away. 
But let's start with transfers. It's a while since we recorded. Um, last time we spoke, Nigel, I think we'd already signed uh, Pablo Fernals, had we not? Fornals, yeah. Fornals. He um, he starts tomorrow, actually. He, he, uh, we're recording this on a Monday night on the 22nd of July. Two thousand In the year of our Lord, 2019, he starts at Rush Green and reports for duty tomorrow morning on Tuesday. Uh, the 23rd, that's the way it works, the day afterwards, um, as does our new signing, Sebastian, I, I've been calling him Haller, but it's not Haller, do you know how to pronounce his name? Um, Ale. Yeah. It's Allah, like the prophet, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's Al-Air, Allah. Al-Air, Al-Air, is what I got told, Allah. you say Al, and then Air, Al-Air, oh. Al-Air. Oh. Sebastian Al Air. It's like a new airline. Is it a double name? I'm told someone in Germany said it's Al Air. But he's French. I'm just telling you what I've been told. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Let's see how the BBC match of the day pronounce it. But let's start with you, Nigel. Um, let's just talk about the deal. Uh, obviously, we missed out on Maxi Gomez. I'm going to ask you in a minute whether that was a good or bad thing. We made a 50 million euro bid for Maxi Gomez, telling everyone how much money we had. And then, funny enough, we had to pay 50 million euros, including add-ons for Al Air, um, with 40.5 over the first 18 months and another 4.5 in add-ons on a five-year deal. Good bit of business, Nigel? Uh, yet to be determined, isn't it? Really? I mean, what's your view? You've obviously you, you you're a follower well, of the Bundesliga and uh, you know what the Germans games. Well, well, first of all, let's talk about Maxi Gomez. Well, look, was, Maxi was Gomez, the, the man that we were after since January made it known, or we were led to believe made it known, didn't want to play for us. Um, then we sort of persevered with him, throwing money at him as if that is the way that, you know, I suppose modern day footballers believed, you know, we all like, well, not we all like to think, but, you know, they have this reputation of being money grabbers. So when you've got an owner that only understands uh, a way out of a, a anything is to throw money at it. It doesn't understand about people actually may choose not the money option. So we just throw more money but in. To be fair, South American, South American footballer usually are interested in money and the agent, I think, led us down a garden path if I was to be What, an agent played games? Oh, my life. Therefore, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know dear, the murky world. You know, you know the murky world that goes on there. West Ham have used that tactic in the past. So when it turns round and bites you back, you know, personally I find that funny. Did you want Maxi Gomez in the first place or were you ambivalent that you didn't know anything about him and you meh, you know? Well, yeah, I mean I'm ambivalent to most signings from abroad. I, I, I prefer to wait to see how good these people are. We, you know, you can pick out players like uh, Veron, world-class shit over here, uh, Shevchenko, world-class striker, maybe at the top of his game came to this country, 
became, you know, was rubbish. Never, you know, there's loads of these players that have failed in the Premier League that have come for big money. But then there's players who, when we signed, never heard of him, didn't know how good he was. Payette, for instance, yeah, turns out to be a world beater. Well, he was for a season and a half anyway. So I'll wait and see. Uh, the Premier League is a strange beast. You know, some really good players have failed to make their mark in the Premier League. So I, I, I can't 19 say. or 20 goals, depending on what you believe, in all competitions. 12 assists. Who's this, Gomez or Haller? Haller. Right, Haller. Well, this Allaire. is what my um, German football expert said of him. Oh, you're gone. You you do know someone's yeah. a West Ham fan. That is. So I know a few Germans are West Ham. Fans, you do. But this yeah. is the expert one. Go on. Uh, Can you name him or not? Which one is it? Well, Eb. Yeah. Oh right, Eb. So yeah. He's he's put. He, he's good. And I asked him if he was good, great, or well class. He says good. He is great if he's able to perform consistently on a higher level for more than one season. Well class. He ain't Aguero, not yet. Haller, in my opinion, has had so far one good season with Frankfurt. He benefited very much from the system he played at Eintracht, different from ours, he adds, and in particular from his two striking partners. If I remember rightly, last season scored most of his Bundesliga goals against minor teams from the bottom of the league, though he did score against EBC Dortmund when he watched them at the West Fallon Stadium. So he says, crazy times that a player rises his value in more or less one season from 60 to 40 million. Good business for Frankfurt in Bundesliga terms. However, I think we've got a good in here, but no Messiah to guarantee a top six finish. To achieve what we've to improve our fucking defending. Apologies for the German now. Uh, <laughs> so that is what he said. All right. All so, right. and this is someone obviously that week in week out uh, watches Bundesliga football because he goes he's a season ticket holder at Dortmund and obviously watches match of the day in Bundesliga of the day or whatever it's called. Hmm. Okay. Match of the day out there. And, let's uh, not do. Let's well, not. Please, please, <laughs> let's not do accents. Please, <laughs> not do accents. I ain't got so. the Chinese singing bubbles. No, 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 no. <laughs> Right, let's move over to David. David, uh, what's your take on the the, the Maxi Gomez uh, near miss and uh, Sebastian Haller? I I always questioned the whole Maxi Gomez link on a number of levels. One, if the board truly agreed or believed in Pellegrini and Husilos's, you know call to get him one they had a deal theoretically according to you available last january which would have included loaning him back to celta vigo for the rest of the season so it could have been done and dusted back then instead they decided to to roll the dice and wait to see if celta vigo got relegated or not which immediately jumped it up from the 20 something million that was really being discussed in january to the and this is all conjecture we have no idea if any of this is actually true even when your senior sources tell you it is we really don't know cuz we're not in the room but we you know rolled the dice waited till till the summer and then 
all indications were that he wanted to play in Spain. I mean, you look at a picture of Valencia and you look at a picture of Stratford, I don't know, hard to blame the kid. He wasn't even a particularly prolific goal scorer at Celta Vigo, and he barely saw any game time for Uruguay in the Copa America. So I did wonder on a lot of levels whether A, we really wanted him, or B, even if Pellegrino and Husilos did, you know, if the the long-term payment options that West Ham wanted to do with Celta Vigo to do the deal, based on all other you know, circumstantial evidence, could be called derisory or could be called like when you want to, you know, you and your partner want to buy a house. Your partner wants it. You don't. So you make a bid that's kind of a pain for anybody to say yes. And when they go no, oh, well, you know, they said no because they didn't really want it in the first place. I wondered about it. And based on scouting reports, including one written by your one of your contributors, Rich, a.k.a. Rocky, in Claret and You. Rocky, yeah, article, he's a yeah, good, who good writer. Same, same player he scouted for a, shall we call it, rival website in 2015, pointing at Allaire as one of the top young strikers that a team like West Ham should be looking at, probably would have cost pennies back then by comparison. So I don't watch Bundesliga. I never will. But from what those reports are, this kid seemed like a far more appropriate player for the Premier League than Maxi Gomez. I saw him a little bit against Chelsea in the semifinals of the Europa League last year, and I think he scored a goal in that game that went to penalties at Stamford Bridge. I, th- I think he scored the goal that drew them level. Um, but again, I, you know, even when I'm talking to my friend Neil, I pay no attention to Chelsea because I don't care. But I prefer this kid than than Maxi Gomez. Never understood the Maxi Gomez thing. Is he going to succeed? What's your gut feeling? Gut feeling? Oh, God, gut feeling means I'm really just, you know, you know, pulling it out of a hat. Yeah, I think he'll actually be a 12, 13, maybe 14 goal scorer. He's got height. He's got strength based on YouTube and scouting reports. He can play with his back to goal. He can play facing goal. He's decent enough on both feet. He brings people into play because he can hold the ball up pretty well. And, you know, he's got skill, it seems, from what little, as Nigel always liked to say, nobody puts their crap on YouTube. So it's not like we're going to see the worst things he's ever done in his life. But based on the good things we've seen him do, he's a, in today's market, he is a striker at that price that's right where West Ham United are. We can't compete with people more, you know, other than that level. Like, the, mm, will he be great? I don't know. But that's what you pay for even a chance at great. I, I, um, I think that Pellegrini knows this market a lot better than we do. Um, I certainly hope so. Um, I, look, Maxi Gomez was obviously his number one choice. This was his number two choice. Um, on paper, um, Alain looks a better striker um, with, with his stats and his all-over play rather than just being a a, a striker. But it will be interesting what, what formation Pellegrini wants to play. He, he said in his press conference, you know, that still, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, um, there's still room for um, 
Hernandez, who obviously has taken a different shirt. I, I don't think we're going to see him go, but I'll talk about that in a minute. And um, and he looks like he's setting up um, Antonio, Mikel Antonio, as, as, as a backup striker as well. I know that might not please everybody, um, but um, that's that's what he said. You know, that's that's not from a senior source or anything else. That's what he said in his press conference. If if you saw those three as our three main striker options going forward, uh, how would you feel about that, Dave? Anxious. Yeah. And yeah, Antonio is not doesn't play in the number nine position. He can, he he runs. He's got brute strength. Um, I think the reason why that is being again, I'm reading the tea leaves here, but you know, they're you know, Manuel Pellegrini is talking to his bosses who go, look, I don't know, I mean, we're not giving you really any more money. So there's a good chance this is all you're gonna have. All right, well, we do have a lot of midfielders, and we probably have a few people who can play on the wing. And out of all the people who can play on the wing, Antonio's the most likely one to be able to, you know, improvise in the number nine slot. So, okay, why don't you think of him as your third-choice striker? So, is it ideal? No. Is it surprising with the history of this board and our club in general? No. Nothing would In Pellegrini, me. we trust, though, David. It's Pellegrini's yeah. choice, isn't it? Again, I take everything everybody says. As you say, Pellegrini is smart enough to know the market, right? Pellegrini is also smart enough to know what needs to be done and what needs to be said when you're on £10 million a year. <laughs> and he wants to keep his job. <laughs> he's and and he's happy million. or... Well, whatever he's on. He's he's smart enough to know to, 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 read the, to read the room, know what the situation is, and and, you know, if he, if you're Manuel Pellegrini and you have a choice of kind of laying it a little, uh, laying low, keeping things calm and seeing how they develop, or going, no, God, bloody hell, no, I need another striker, and I'm not going to pretend to do a Chilean accent. What would you do? I, I, I would be surprised. I think, if he and confronted I've confronted the board publicly. That's not his style either. I, I think he said board. it before, and I've I've blogged about it today and got a bit of grief. He wants quality, not quantity. And and he won't just accept some of some rubbish loan deal or a freebie or some gamble from South America. He has very strong views on what he wants, and he wants quality, and not just another squad player. But anyway, I'm I'm just going to do a quick transfer round, and then that. I'm going to bring Nigel. That's, that's all well Go and on. good, Pellegrini, and it is laudable, and that is what we want: quality, not quantity. But when you look and that the first 11 is stronger, but the squad as a whole has got holes, then, you know, that be it on his neck. So if we have I, I, a season that blows more cold than hot, you know, then he's going to have to take some of the responsibility if it's him saying, I don't need any more players, than Sullivan saying, we've got no more money. There's a difference there. Yeah, and I agree. Depth of the squad could be an issue, and he's got to hope that a lot of his players stay fit. Got a really good first eleven. He's got some really good people on the bench, but there are, there are some issues in depth. Let me just do a, a, a roundup since the last time we recorded. So obviously, Sam Byram has now gone. He went to Norwich uh, for seven hundred and fifty grand. Uh, gets the twenty five grand a week off our wage bill. Hugh Gill 
we've been trying to get rid of for around four million to Preston. They've offered him 19 grand a week. He's on 35 grand a week at West Ham. He wanted the difference over three years as a two and a half million pound bonus. West Ham wouldn't agree that. But I do understand that a deal still still may be done with uh, Hugh Gill. Can you fault him to, for that? Um, to Wigan, to so say Preston Wigan. No, no, of course not. And, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, it wasn't his fault that he got put on 35 grand. No, that's, that's the way I was. And, and I don't really want to go into the, you know, how we got there because it could be potentially libelous. But... Um, I don't know if I you said know, it, it wouldn't be libelous. He can't get me. Yeah, it would. Here. It would. Cause, oh, really? Cause the, yeah, yeah. We're, we're still responsible for all Oh, so if I said something libelous, no, they would sue you. No, I don't want you. you to say it. No. This, yeah, this yes, is very tempting. Yeah, I would just cut it out. It would just be a pain to edit <laughs> Oh, that's out. true. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I still think Hugo will go, but maybe as, as less as £3 million, and some of that may go to a bonus to him. Um and that's about it. I mean, obviously, Obiang should be going later this week. Uh, I know a lot of people have said it going in the next 24 hours. It won't be that. I'm not going to say any more than that. There's still negotiations going on, uh, but he should be gone by the end of the week. In a deal worth about $7 million. I think we bought him for about 5.1. He's going to Italy. Um, but the important thing is, from what I've been told, uh, we, we're not going to get a replacement. He was surplus to requirements. He's been a model professional. He said he wanted out last Christmas. He's been given his chance to move back to Italy for family reasons. Uh, he hasn't made a fuss like other people, like the snake uh, and Altovic. And he gets his wish. But, but we're not going to replace that position. I know that that's annoyed a lot of people. I know there's been a lot of talk about another striker. And I've been told another striker's not coming in. Uh, unless Hernandez goes. And, and the thing I've got the most grief over the week, and I'll, I'll bring it in because I know you two want to talk about it and give me a go about it, is the cupboard is bare. And the, the, the situation I've been told is West Ham have done their money uh, in in Allaire and, and Fornells. Um, the money's been spent in, in cash terms. Um, and we're pretty much done this um, transfer window. No one wants to hear this. <laughs> no one wants that message, but they seem to see me as the messenger and shoot the messenger. Um, make of it what you will. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong at the end of the transfer window. Nigel? I'm not, not going to say you're wrong. I've, all along, I think if we go back to last season where information was given by senior sources that if they finished, that they're budgeted for a 10th place finish and that would give them yep. a 20 million spend uh, in the window minus or plus anything they could get from sales. Now yep. at the moment they're running at 32 million. Yeah. Now and just they, to, just to quickly recap on that for our listeners, um, Marco and Altovic sold for 22 and a half, money all up front. Uh, Fernandez sold for 6.75. I know a lot of people said 8 million, 6.75. That's what it says on transfer market. That, that's probably over a period of time. Uh, we've already done Sam Byram sold for six, 750,000. And of course, 2 million or 2.1 million uh, Perez was sold at. Sorry, carry on, Nigel. 
Yeah, so, the, the, I mean, I, I took a bit of stick for a tweet where I used the KUMB picture that showed the 32 million uh, net spend, and I tweeted the fact that nothing changes. And what I alluded to is, if you look back, when I say that nothing changes in the way they're running the club, is that this is the way they've always done it. There's always been a bit more. Some seasons there's been a bit less, but they've not gone all out and, and spent loads of money. Didn't, didn't we say that on this podcast? I think we're the first to say it. I mean, it's not about getting exclusives, but didn't we say it's somewhere between 25 million and yeah, 30 no, million? That's on what this I'm saying. We, we spoke well before the end of last season because I think it was when you ran a story about people going, oh, there's only going to be 25 million pounds. And what people didn't pick up on was the 25 million was if we finished uh, in seventh spot. Or eighth spot, I think. And guess was. what? Well, after we sold Obiang for seven million, we're, guess, we're, guess yeah, what our next spend will be? Well, around twenty-five million. If you get, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you sell Hugo, that comes yeah. back down nearer to the twenty million. Um, I mean, where did we finish in the? Well, league? three million. Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. Twenty-two and let's be precise. Twenty-two and a half. If we sell Hugo for three million. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So. Where did we finish in the... Oh, so long, I can't remember where we finished. Where did we finish in the league again? Was it 10th? Yeah. So, so, you know, they've thrown another couple of million in, in the pot that they, you know, from what they said they were going to budget. They, I remember there the comments that they said, we're budgeting for a 10th place finish and that will free up £20 million into yep. the kitty and then everything else will be funded by player sales because they always envisage... Yep. I think yep. the difference is we all expected Hernandez to be leaving and not Arnautovic. Some people can point at the Arnautovic being sold, but th- there was always going to be three, three uh, strikers sold or leaving the club in the window. So it's just Hernandez's misfortune at the moment that he was the one that didn't go. Because the bad thing is Hernandez has been saying for longer than Arnautovic he wanted out of the club. The difference yeah. is he's a professional, unlike Arnautovic. Yeah. I'm going to ask you two questions before I move on to David. The first question is, do you believe that there will be no more signings from, from what I've been saying? And second one is, do you think that's right? Where, where Do you think that we can survive without the signings? Do I believe it? Possibly. I still think that when I say, when they say that, I'm, I'm still wondering if... There's some loan, you know, whether we'll look into the loan market. But as we know, loans cost money. And Pellegrini, <laughs> historically, he doesn't do loans. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't like loans. Pellegrini don't, but Sullivan does. And we all know in the past, this is a real test to see the relationship between owner and chairman. In the yeah, past, we Pellegrini's know his own man. that Sullivan's gone out behind the manager's back and brought players in because he liked the deal. He did it to Allardyce. You know, you know, cool. what, what, a shocking, what a shocking accusation to make against our chairman. Is is it false? Thank you very much. So there we go. We'll, we'll leave the silence there with that one. Uh, and then... Sorry, I think I must have been on mute Yes. There. As for is it right, only time will tell. Only, the, only in May 2020 will we know... Have they done it right? Or not? What you got to look at as Let's well is, 
that people don't do is not you got to look at West Ham, but then you got to look at the clubs around us, and they're all roughly spending the same amount of money. To be fair, yeah. All right, let's move on to David. Um, what, what's your view on on the spend? Uh, the net spend, thirty-two and a half million. Is it enough? Is it not enough? Can we survive with the squad we've got? Do you believe that there are no more transfers coming in? Give us your take. I don't believe or disbelieve anything that they say. It, it, All right, it, you sit on the it, fence it, then, David. It, no, no, let, let me... Today, as they sit there having their tea, do I think that they're going to plan on bringing anybody in? No. If... Because they said so, and they prefer not to. If they can not spend any more money, whether it be on loan fees or additional wages, would they like that? Yes, they would. If something happens, if whether it be an injury or just looking at the way the preseason's moving forward, or a player becomes available in the loan market because they become surplus to requirements at their club when it wasn't expected or known today, and that happens on April 2nd, could they have a change of heart? Yeah. Do I wish they will? Yeah, I'm concerned about the, the strikers in particular. I'm also a little concerned about the, the center back position because it seems that beyond the Diop Balbuena pairing is solid enough to feel comfortable. Yet when one of them goes down, it's not that Ogbana is a bad player; he's not. But it, it they don't ha- he doesn't seem to click with either of the other two the way they click with each other. So. Do I believe they will? And do I think they will? I think, I don't know. Do I think they should? Yeah, I do. Net spend, this is exactly what they said. I mean, like, like Nigel said before, this is, this is the number we were told. I don't know how anybody can be shocked. They can be angry about it because they still <laughs> think they should do more than they ever have. But Nobody can be that shocked that we're at the net spend we are because it's literally the number they told everybody. And they've cut down on the wages. Follow up, Dave. When you say Dave, it was the messenger that told us. Wait, say that. You lost. What? what? What I mean, they. Oh, they. We've only got the messengers word. Well, what senior sources. You're right. What senior sources have told our messenger. You're right. Yeah. And I'm I'm picturing Sean as like the owl in The Lion King now. I don't know why that picture is coming through my head. But this is what we were told through the messenger. So nobody can act that surprised. Will it? be enough for us to survive? Do you define survive as 17th place, Sean? Yeah, probably another middle of the table finish without significant progression unless we get really lucky. And that can happen. We caught lightning in the bottle under Payet in that year with Bilic. Could it happen again? Of course it could. But there's there's no reason to think that the business we did this summer, when taken in full context, with the squad depth being damaged, lessened, whatever word you want to use, to expect it to be other than treading water with a couple of better players it is probably wishful thinking. So, no, but so I don't think we're going to improve significantly unless we do more, but they don't want to do more. Maybe they can't afford to do more within just the four walls of the club. 
So where would you, if you, let's say uh, your manager, your Pellegrini, David. Yeah. And where would you strengthen from what we've got at the moment? You've got a magic wand. Where would, what positions would you strengthen? You think is there's not enough depth there? I repeat what I said a minute ago. Striker, center back. Yeah, you you think the left back pairing strong enough, and um, with, the, le- with the cover with Masuaku and uh, and and Creswell. Actually, after what we saw, Ben Johnson able to to accomplish both last year a little bit and this year. <laughs> he's I'm, a right back though. Yeah, but he's he, not a left back. I know that, but he but he's been placed on left back twice. Yeah, I know, which is just well. shows you. That just shows you his his. Um, I'm more concerned about. I'm going to be careful what I say, but that tells you how much he rates Aaron Criswell. Um, well, yeah, that you know Masuaku. We do better statistically in games that Masuaku starts, regardless of what we may think, because he can't defend. He's not a good defender, but mm. his, his 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 movement forward is is good. And knowing we, you know, you, magic wand. Yeah, magic wand. I'd want every position strengthened, but that's not how it works. You asked me. The two, I think, and I'd striker, and I'd go st- and and the central part of defense more so than the left back. Yeah, I'd want, I'd want somebody of the same quality of Diop and Balbuena in case one of them go down, and I don't have to worry about Ogbana or Winston Reed. And in terms of strikers, um, you know, I I I don't have his name in front of me, and even if I did, I would pronounce his name as badly as you pronounce every name. Was that yeah. kid that Rocky? tweeted was on a free and was, you know, 21, 22 years old, was out without a club, has good statistics, like the way he played. I understand why Pellegrini doesn't want to play around with Balotelli. I happen to think Balotelli would be an absolute oh, scream, no. a riot. I Pellegrini doesn't to want see that. I know he doesn't. Team I just said that. I know he yeah. doesn't want him, and I yeah. understand all the reasons yeah. why. As just my the, for the salacious thrill of it, I would love to see him. That yeah. would be amazing. All right. Bringing Nigel back in. Nigel, uh, magic one time. Where would you strengthen? I, I think in midfield. I, I think letting Obiang. I, I really, I'll tell you. Really? I, I don't know, but I'll Jesus up. Christ. But this is so many midfielders. So many midfielders are the wrong type. No ball. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whether he can he keep doing it, he needs help there. I saw Wilshire's replacement for Noble. The problem is Wilshire and Noble. That's it. Three defensive midfielders and Rice. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. We we've got. You talk about um, new signings. Remember, we've got about is it four new signings from last season? Um, Yamalenko didn't play most of the season. We've got him back. Hang on, hang on. Wilshire can play in defence as well as attacking. Um, oh. Carlos Sanchez. Oh, no, is no, back. no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't. I knew he was going to go down. That one out. Carlos. That's ridiculous. Pellegrini does rate it's Carlos Sanchez. The only one. Even the press don't rate him. And, and the fourth one, I'm going to say. Is is uh, Manuel Manuel Lanzini? See, the thing is, um, no, no, but yeah, this is I know what that. I'm but, but I'm, the midfield we got. When people go, oh, look at my dream team. Look at the team I'm putting out, and they got Yarmolenko on the on the right, Anderson on the left, or the other way round, or Anderson on the left. They have Lanzini in the middle with four nails, yeah, and Haller up front. 
and you think, fucking hell, that's a bit, you know. West Ham's problem, as I always tell Davies, we concede more goals than we score. So this could be the old Tottenham tactic where they played the famous five under Wazzy Ardiles, yeah? But look how badly that went. Because they may have had Klinsman sharing them, Nick Barnby, Dumachescu, and the other one whose name I can never remember, bombing forward. But they had a pile of crap behind them that conceded more. Well, let me let me play a little bit of devil's advocate. Um, Marco Anatovic was brought yeah, in in what enough. position? Right, and Ben Johnson You're is an a untried, unknown player. Well, but he's a right back, yeah. Sprinter, I mean. So what I'm what I'm suggesting <laughs> is maybe Pellegrini knows a bit more about the midfield um, of some of those names we've mentioned can play defensively as well. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, you didn't bring him in and go, you can't play Marco Anatovic no, as a striker because he's not a striker. No, I know that. But but my point is, just to say, we've got well, all those yeah, midfielders. It's wrong Antonio to play up front. And yet, when you look at Antonio's goals that he scored, I think 99.9% of them came when he was out wide on the right, not when he played as a centre forward. So, therefore, I'd beg to differ with Pellegrini that, that Antonio's a striker. Right. So, when you look at it, we've got to protect the defence. Yeah. Well, now, I, we in Pellegrini, got, I trust. I'm, I'm left not back is, Like it or not, we have got two left-backs. We've got Reid coming back. I don't know how good he's going to be. It's a lot of ifs and buts. That's the problem. And that it goes back to what I said yeah. right at the start of the show. The first eleven looks really good. We know in the Premier League to even finish top eight, you need more than eleven players. Yeah. So, anything else we want to say on 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 transfers? I mean, uh, I hate to say the transfer news is there is no transfer news apart from Obiang. We'll almost definitely be going. Hugo might be going. Hernandez probably almost definitely won't be going, and, and that's pretty much it. Like How does Hernandez done. staying, though, affect a longer-term strategy? Because that means, heck, by January, he can sign a, a pre-contract out of, outside well, of England. Gone. So that means Obviously, we're going to get nothing. There'll be no return yeah, and, on and that so, at all. Yeah, and that's the way it is. You know, he's got 12 yeah. months left on his contract, um, but he's on 145 grand a week. If he leaves in January or he leaves in the summer, he's always been professional. So be it, though, you know? he's, he, uh, while he has said he wants to leave, he he's has, never yeah. back. So the only thing that, that will may affect him is that the, the Spanish clique that, that was at the club, especially if Obian goes, um, will be decimated uh, even further. I mean, I suppose Fournell's joining, but you know he's lost Adrian. Um, he would lose Obiang. Yeah. He lost Perez as well. So, yeah. For now. So talking about professional, did did any of you see Marco Anatovic score yeah, his debut goal for Shanghai on Sunday? Taps the badge, looks up like he he was a Shanghai boyhood hero. Oh, well, he might have been. Somebody pays me three hundred thousand pounds a week. I. I look up at the sky and thank it as well. <laughs> you bet. Badge as well. Yeah, I'll touch. I'll touch. I'll touch a lot of things. You want to pay me that money? 
yeah. I mean, do, you, do you do you call him a snake, no, Nigel? I don't or call him a snake. He had no love for the club. Uh, you know, it's not like he had a love for the club that he grew up as, as a fan or, or did the dirty. I don't think he was with us long enough to ever develop a real love for the club. The problem is, in this modern social media age, the way the youngsters yeah. are as well, they, they, you know, they all want to be first to sing a song about a player. So they all want to, you know, go on the internet and create these songs as soon as players sign. You know, we've got to have these videos now announcing players that have signed. Print, Prince. <laughs> Is it Prince someone? Prince someone? Who's the guy who sings the song? Oh, don't get me down there because I'll only get in trouble. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, that's the area, area we live in. It. They want instant heroes. You know, years ago, people had to earn hero status. Now it's afforded on them just because they, I mean, Jesus Christ, the club got some geese at the paint and his face on a wall. You know? It, it, yeah, it I know. Them, yeah, but it was the West Ham It took fan, them 40 though. years, didn't it, to get Brooking and Bonson painted onto a wall? Well, that well, was nothing to do with West Ham, by the way. That was Newham. Yeah, the, the guy, because I met him, uh, he uh, works for Newham Council and he got this guy from Norwich. Yeah, I was standing uh, next to you when you mentioned a story. Oh, yeah, of course you were. Where is that? Where is that uh, mural? Well, I saw it on one. social media. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hackney Wick. Oh, that well known bastion okay. of West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we should move on to transfers unless you've got any questions. I'm I sure there will be some it, questions yeah. later in the... Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, but there will be some questions later, I'm sure, in the uh, um, Facebook, Twitter question time. Let's move on to the pre-season. So we went for a nice little um, trip to, to Switzerland. Well, we didn't. Uh, and took a game in Austria. Was it Attach? Attach? Was it Attach? I don't even know who they're called. Um and had a little uh, <coughs> little game there, and then we flew out to China first to Naing, and and faced Man City and and got beaten. And then obviously yesterday we played uh, Newcastle for the fourth place after they were beaten four nil by Wolves. We lost one nil to them. Um, let's start with you, Nigel. What's your view on pre-season? What you've seen? Does it matter? Are you worried? What's your view? not really bothered about it. I, I, I think going to China is the biggest waste of time in the world. I don't think West... We're, we're there just to give Man City someone to play against. I don't... That's not the only reason we did there. We were trying yeah, to deal with the well, brand in they? China. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and, 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 and... I'm sure and, all them Chinese fans the man- would be mightily impressed with the two games West Ham played. And... And the yeah, money we wonderful. earned Brilliant. from going to China paid for both our yeah. summer camps. So we meant yeah, that all the people we, we moved over yeah. to Switzerland, uh, yeah. Austria, and the second for, one, it's paid the, for all, all of that without. We have a jolly in China as well. Ting Tong, wonderful. <sighs> oi, oi, oi. I ran the story of that, the Chinese singing, and someone made, and, and I ran a story, and I know some of the te- taken exceptions to say it wasn't racist, it was banter. Well, I don't consider it banter. And someone wrote something on social media, which I'll share with you, Nigel, right? He said, I think it's funny our West Ham fans can take the piss. 
out of Chinese people who can't pronounce our songs when most West Ham fans, and I include myself, can't pronounce their own players' names properly. Well, and I make them right. You, know, you can't pronounce so, my name you, properly. Hold up, yeah, hold exactly, up. If exactly. If you can't, if you can't look at that video and laugh, I'm sorry. Then there is something wrong with the world. All this, you know, woke and me too. It's all bullshit. That is funny. We, we, if you can't take the piss out of your own, yeah, then, then you know, we're, comedy is in big trouble. Do do Chinese fans have every yes. right to support West Ham? Yes, and be with that, with that territory comes that. us sitting there, you know, laughing. You know, let's face it, I'll take the piss out of you. You're not from West Ham. Right, yeah. so why? Yeah, just, just because he's Indeed. in China, why shouldn't I take the piss out of him? I think it can well, be misunderstood. That's, Nigel, that's that, the problem. Therefore, I would throw that on the person that's misunderstanding it. I mean, one of them, there's right, a big right. Chinese we'll move fan, on. I say, he's, he's shooey, isn't it? Didn't you go on TVA in yeah. or soccer AM with him? Was he not on that? He was one of the fans of the week when you went on there. Oh, I mean, he, yeah. Right. I did, in overland and his love yeah. grew out when he worked over here, but then he went back to China and he still wrote Overland and Sea. Uh, and, you know, great story. Yeah. And I think, You're right, yeah, I did go on soccer AM with him. He was one of them. Over there. Uh, and he, he's built up, you know, he's done a lot yeah. of work getting West Ham fans in China. He was there. And yeah. it is good to see the locals, you know, in China. But the funny thing you got to laugh at is two things. Yes, it's funny listening to him singing bubbles. Yeah. And secondly, it's, you know, how many was there? What, 30, 40? So the brain's going well in China. I mean, we've only got another billion to catch. We don't know. That was just one short video. Anyway, I feel, I, I feel slightly uncomfortable. Dis- I feel slightly uncomfortable discussing this with you on the podcast. And, and there's like 20 or 30 Chinese West Ham fans here. Right. Anyway, moving on to David. David, what's your thoughts of of uh, Switzerland, Austria, and China so far in the preseason? What What have you got out of it, or, or what have you not got out of it? I got nothing out of it. They got a lot of air miles. Um, have you watched the games? I watched the first half of the Man City game because we had it here on ESPN, and the. Uh, the Newcastle was while I was fast asleep and I was not about to wake up uh, at whatever five in the morning to watch that. So now and the city game, no, the city game. I saw the first half is what I said. Oh, that was the first one. You yeah. didn't see the uh, attached game. No, I didn't see that one. I didn't see yeah. the, Oh, right. Yeah. That, no, that one I didn't see. In, in now, it's hard to, you know, I don't have the streaming. Well, really. you are either a West Ham fan and, and like committed and passionate or you're not really. And uh, uh-huh. I'm sort of, Seeing that you haven't got a hundred percent commitment for this anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you done? Are you quite done with that <laughs> nonsense? Please, <laughs> I've sacrificed my so, my emotional well being for this nonsense. Yeah. So the boy the boys flew back yesterday yeah. uh, from China. They landed um, Sunday afternoon. Uh, they literally got one day off today. Monday was their day off with their families, and they're off. They're back in Rush Green tomorrow. So, Babwana. Racist. Um, Can't even say his name properly, you racist. Mas- Masuaku and Fornells and Allah 
uh, will all be joining up for the first time. Uh, they play uh, Fulham this Saturday at Craven Cottage. You going, uh, Nigel? I, I have been offered to go, but no, I can't be bothered. I don't, I don't say it wrong. No. Pre-season is, is not for me. Let them play their games. I, like, you know, yeah. I, I used to like it when we played Orient and Dagenham and Redbridge. Then, then they're quickly off to um, Austria for another um, <coughs> for another camp, and, and then they have to fly back, obviously, to uh, for the Betway Cup. Are you going to the Betway Cup? No, we do this Nigel. every time you ask me. It's my mum's birthday. Oh, you did, so yeah. yeah you're right. So you're not going to see, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm going away that weekend, so I'm, I'm not going to Fulham. Well, that's either. your local game. Um, uh, yeah, I mean. I guess being so close, it's so easy to get there. I just I wonder about your commitment, Sean. I mean, you have to <laughs> get on a, you have to get on a tube, and or well, you're in Surrey. Yeah, you I know. Can obviously, it have is, your it is. have your car, your driver it, pick you up in Surrey, Mister Posh, and it, bring it's, you door it's, to door. It's interesting because from my work, I could get to Fulham in probably about fifteen minutes. That's why uh, I'm staying in September again. Anyway, um, so. We'll see. Um, I, I, I won't really. I don't think we really see until we, we see the match after Man City. Man City, I'm not expecting too much. Obviously, we play lunchtime on the 10th of August. And what's our second game? Brighton away, isn't it? Anyone know? No. Is it not? No, it's a home. No, Man City's at home. I think it's home. No. Or... No. No, no, yeah. Man I think City's it's Brighton away. away. No, no. Man City's at home. It is it? Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Dave, Dave, so I think you're out. right, Brighton away. No may be about it. Anyway. No may be about it. I am right. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes. All right. Well, I, I would never question you. Sean? Yeah. Right. So, so um, I've set up the, um, the Fantasy League, Premier League Fantasy League. I've opened the league up again uh, for more than just a podcast. So if you want to enter the league, uh, please... Uh, join the More Than Just Podcast League. Uh, I will put a link up on the Facebook group so you can join. Um, I notice yet you haven't renewed the link for uh, Fantasy that will come. Six. So I'll tell you what, actually while we're doing this, Phil Walker, I have got your prize. I've got your prize. I've done your prize, but I've got to send it to you. So you will get it. Okay, so you'll renew this week. October six. Uh, renew the Super Six League. Um, so, no, but it's already. I've renewed my league for Clarence Hugh, literally yesterday. So it's ready. All you've got to do is log in and actually press re- yeah, renew the league, renew and everyone can start joining. Then everybody do you know that what? Entered last year is automatically re-entered this year, but then you get might get people that don't want to play. They are, yeah. Or you might get someone that wins it. But obviously, don't listen to the show because he's not stepped forward to claim his winner's prize, which would have been a signed picture All of right. a West Ham player of his choice because I've got every player signed. Uh, oh. And and that's what uh, the, the Pontif yeah. one the year before, he, he got a, more than just a podcast mug and a signed picture of the player that he chose. Um, Excellent. So Excellent. All right. Well, we're, I'll have to come up with a prize for the, the um, Premier League yeah. Uh, fancy league as well. Uh, anything else anyone wants to discuss before we move on to uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter question time? Because you challenged, rightfully so, 
my knowledge of the first game. I am looking at the fixtures for the early part of the season. And sandwiched in between City on the 10th of August and United, Man United on September 22nd, we have Brighton, Watford, Norwich, and Villa. So there are there are points. Nine points. In the first yeah. first few games that um, that I look at that, that's the kind of thing that I'm sure others would understand makes me very nervous because you know, we don't come out with a decent amount of points from those matches, then you're already behind, you know, behind the eight ball early on. That's okay. all. Okay. All right. So, Nigel, anything more before we go to Twitter? Question um, time? No. <laughs> okay. So it's time for this. Yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter question time while you, the eight listeners, give us, the free presenters, questions which we can answer or read out. Yes, so my login just failed. So hold on, I'm going to my phone, don't worry. Right, here we go. So Sean today put up a post and that post said... Oh boy. Nigel and Sean are back tonight. Cut you out, Dave. Uh, for a pre-season podcast, we will discuss right. Haller time, whatever that is, uh, transfer budgets, West Ham pre-season tour China, and preview the run-up to the new season. Let us know your Done questions that. or statements of facts. He put before seven. I don't know why. Freaking that was well gone. I was having me ear cut still, I think I said. All comments. Ian Gravitt is up first. Notice during the Newcastle game, the ease of passing through the midfield with Cullen absolutely nowhere to be seen. Is there a player we are looking for as cover for Rice as Sanchez is shocking? Will he be sold? In brackets, hope so. So Ian has noticed what I have noticed. I mean, I did forget about Cullen, but he, he, he was not that great. Uh, Maid Marion, I seem to remember Sean giving his valuations for each player at the start of the window. Can he share again his expectations of the worth of Hugh Gill and Byram in the transfer market? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, well, I did give them a little bit over the trend. But yeah, Hugh Gill now, I think I said 3 million. I think I said Byram, 750,000. And uh, and Obiang. Is that what you said? I thought seven. You, I thought you had Byron. Fernandez six point seven five. I think, I, think I did. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Why is it? I mean, a lot of people ask. How come we buy four nails for like twenty four million, and um, and with with add-ons, uh, a la forty five million, and yet we sell our our plays for peanuts? We... Why is that? Yeah, we buy lousy players. Buy players. Yeah, until whose value goes up. If you if you look at um, a lot of the transfers we made like a few years ago, we under uh, Billich, we signed a lot of thirty. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you. Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 28. Look at, I remember when we signed on Arnautovic, we bought Arnautovic when he was 28. And, you know, I said we paid peak money for him because he's at the yeah. peak of his career. The only way for, for Arnautovic was down there. It would, so yeah. that is, you know, so it is good, actually, in a way, that is a good thing that they've bought four nows, they got in early, and then bought, who, who looked even better. Mm-hmm. We bought him before the Under-21 Championship, and, he, he, you know, he had a storm on one with Spain. And then Hala, or Hala, depending you know, on, on the way you pronounce it. Hala. Airline. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll get back. Mark yeah, Fruin. Go on. Moving on. Or Fruin. Or Fruin. But it's spelled F R U I N. Like he came in through in the window. But anyway, first of all, let me say big letters. Very. Much looking forward to Sean singing the USA National Anthem tonight since we didn't get Gomez. Yeah, Dave, oh it gets better. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it goes oh, does it now? Notice um, I have not pushed that. I won that bet. He then goes, just are you, Sorry. Y-O-U-S-E, I don't know how he puts that, concerned that we're still a left-back centre midfielder and uh, sanctual? I'm sure you'll have answered that question before. I think we have. Uh, you get here, but I'd like to know anyway. Yeah. In my opinion, Hernandez doesn't offer enough up top to link play and hold up the ball, which which he don't. Uh, also, he goes on, Mark threw in. Yeah. He's concerned that we have too many creators in the team rather than guys who can actually stick the ball in the net. Halla pronounced Aller without the T. Halla pronounced Alert without the T. Alert. Alert. All right. Sean, he puts <laughs> windy face. Yeah. Provided Jovic and Rebic with the goals last season. Who will stick it in the net? 
So what he's basically saying is like a good friend, my German football uh, specialist, Evie said, he did okay with Jovic and Rebic, but can he do it on his own? He then put up a screenshot of a yeah. picture All right. that's of David Hultzik tweeting, I've officially been challenged by Sean. If we get Gomez, I have to post a video of me singing God Save the Queen. If we don't get him, Sean has, Dave, you English is terrible there, because you've done it like Tommy has, not has, which is H-A-S. No, that's called voice. You know what that is? No, that's called laziness. Using well, voice to text, family, for some reason it does it with a double <laughs> Sing along, Sean. <laughs> Please don't. I'm ready. You've already missed it. We're like uh, two verses in. Oh, oh am I already? Oh, dear. Yeah, hang on. Forget it. I've got this Okay. Yeah. Oh, say, and you see by the dawn's early light. We can turn this off now. Uh, what so proudly hailed we, at fine. the twilight's last gleaming. We're good. <laughs> that's good. I, I can see. I'll sing, I'll sing even though I won. Stop. Dave, I'm sorry you should let me carry on. I really shouldn't have. No, I, I'm the one wearing headphones like you are. I couldn't take any more. We're a carry bit at the end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I hope you know a lot. Dave, like, where did I had you that, get that, that clip ready. From? That so I didn't know like Laurel and I did, we called it. I didn't. Oh, did Sean it? got it. I, I got it. I got it. Chris Hooper, yeah, yeah, yeah. great signing so far. Think letting Marcus Brown go is a big mistake. Not too worried about well, He hasn't gone yet. He hasn't gone real, yet, but it does look like it. mistake anyway, Chris Hooper. He's not too worried about a centre forward yeah. of silver. He's back soon, even though he's had the lurgy or something. And he's been in hospital. He's been in, yeah. So he's been in hospital. I don't know quite what's wrong with him. Um, I know it seems to be a bit hush hush. I don't think it's serious, serious. You know. I heard but, he was in intensive care. Well, that, that's what X said on his radio show. I, I, I did ask the club, but. I didn't. They weren't really forthcoming of, of what what his issue right. is. Anyway, okay. it goes on. The Silvers should be back soon. It looked great for the under twenty threes. Hopefully, he can step up. And he's asked, please shout out to my son Matthew Hooper, who's a new listener. We need we need like a belt to ring or something. Well, 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 I think we're up to number 10. nine. Ding 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 ding. There we go, Matthew Hooper. You get a squad number. Well done and welcome to the matter. Uh, Nicolas Stanley, it, if there was a potential to take Bow and loan or buy, would you take it? Bow, take who? Bow, well, can we come afford on. the 650 grand a week that he gets? What we want another midfielder? Oh, yeah, that's just what we need. Oh, it goes on with yeah. the anniversary games finished. Do you think the stadium will be West Ham ready in time for Bill Bow, carpet included? Easy. Five days, they reckon. They started already this morning. Uh, they reckon they'll be well, finished on Friday. Did you see the attendance for the anniversary game? Outstanding. That, no, I that's didn't. I, I'm interested. Well, what, how, how many was it? How many? Filled the bottom lower tier, I'd be lying. 
you're joking. It, so there was it, no it, people it, in the upper it, tier you know, at all. It looked like as if West Ham reserves might have been playing a game. All right, so 21,000 in that lower tier. It, if you're it, saying it that, then it was under 21,000. I had family that went and it didn't look too clear. Uh, Nick Harvey. There's an echo in my ear. Who's got this speaker on? Not me. Oh. Dave, mute your microphone. Nick Harvey, pleased with the Haller signing, but concerned we seem to run out of cash when all the evidence so far suggests... We still need a left-back, a central defensive midfielder and a striker. Come on, Nick, you expect a lot. We look to have good enough first eleven, but no real strength in depth. Something other people have said. And still plenty who we need to let go. As a minimum, I'd say all of Hernandez, Hugill, Creswell, Obiang, Sanchez, Oxford and Reed need to go. Blimey, Nick, it's night of the long knives there. Uh, China, I hope it was worth yeah, it exactly. in the cash as in terms of pre-season preparations, it can't have done us any good. Looking forward to see Allure and Funel get a run out versus Fulham. Brady has been very quiet as she left the building without telling us, I fear not, to Brady out. I'll move you there. He's probably doing something. <laughs> Harsh. Sunning herself. It's not like she does anything good, is it? Uh, Big friend of the show, Belinda Katis. Hello. I thought you meant Anyway, you spoiled it. Hello. She says nice things about you, actually. Oh, fuck. Hello. Is the Hugo team true? Is it true? Hugo. What? I don't know. What, she, what is not true? It's just gone. Is the Hugel thing true? Well, is it true that? Well, there's two things. Is it true that it's alleged how he came to become oh, at West Ham? Oh. I don't know because I've got no proof. If that's what she's saying, is it true that he wants to have the compensation to make thirty-five grand? To move to Wigan, yes, it is true, which is his, as as I think you said, defending. You know, why should he take? Would any of us take a pay cut to move? So it depends what thing you are asking. Is it true? All I say, all I say is, let's just stick to facts. Um, David Moyes' brother, who's called Kenny, uh, not Graham, um, did have some problems and was prosecuted for being a tax fraud and he was made bankrupt those things are true he was an agent that is true whether david moy's brother was the agent of hugo i do not know and i have got no proof that he was the agent even if he was the agent i have no proof that there was any skullduggery involved if he was the agent and that's what I'm going to say on that Public service broadcast on behalf of Claret and Hugh uh, Shouldn't we have got Costa instead as well as Heller? Yeah Costa? Diego oh Diego Costa I thought she meant yeah. Costa Coffee come to us. No? Yeah. Uh, I like Costa Coffee by the way I have to say that Again 
That's good. I'll refer the Better right honourable gentleman to the answer I gave some moments ago. Right, okay. Look Do you know who else we are trying to buy or loan? I'm sort of confused by what we are doing so far in the transfer market. Well, you should read Claret and you, that will confuse you. Uh, I can't see the plan. We, um... <laughs> P.S. Have the seat. Let her finish. We, we keep interrupting the woman. Have the season tickets been sent out yet? Our ones haven't arrived. I believe they haven't yet. Bill. They have been sent out. Arrived. Mine ain't arrived. I don't know if I keep mine. Yeah, well, no, but they have. And some some have people have started posting on social media today. Uh, season cards started arriving. People, people have started that? posting Post on social, on social media. media. Today was Thursday. Because they wanted to show oh, the new yeah. what did we get designs again? on the what cards. You know, oh, yeah. like really nothing, nothing. We just got a plain one. Chosen by what the OSB, were? by the way. I thought they were chosen by the, oh, what, the West Ham ones. The, the West Ham ones. God, it's bound to be some yeah. Karen Brady. Isn't it? Is it you kissing Karen Brady? Is that what we're going to have? No, no, the West Ham ones uh, is oh, right. is an 80s theme. Yeah. I think I remember you sending them to me. Didn't you go, what one did you it was like? that all plain. That one. No, you wouldn't have done that. No, I wouldn't have done that. That would have been a... <laughs> no, that no, is something no. totally different. Sorry. No, uh, anyway. No, no. Lee D. Dumphy, who's not got a star, he's Lee D. Dumphy, unless he's sort of Irish, not O. Dumphy, he's D. Dumphy. With Oxford, Obiang, and possibly Hernandez still to go, is there any more money available to spend? <clears throat> With 70 million spent already in a rumoured budget of 40 million, God, I don't know where you're getting that. At the end of last season, we must nearly be at the limit, barring anything else, via recoup sales. Are there plans for a few loan signings come deadline day? X, do you know anything? Sorry, Sean. Well, you never know. Look, first, first. Let's, let's just start right when we started. When we started saying it, we started at twenty million, and we said twenty-five, and then that went to thirty, and then before I know it, and I'm not blaming anyone, we soon seemed someone that added another ten million on, and it got to forty. I don't know how it got there because I never heard a figure of forty. So people just kept on adding on and adding on and adding on. The net spend, as we say, as it stands at the moment, is about 32. Could go down to about 25 if Hugo's uh, sold. Hugill sold. It could go down to 22. Um, but as I said earlier, budgets mean absolutely squat all. Accounts mean squat all. You you can what's called amortise and depreciate the cost of a player over many years, usually over the contract length, and therefore in your accounts, instead of paying it in one year, is over four or five years. So Allah will be over five years, the length of his contract in the accounts. Again, a, a budget means nothing because some are paid up front, some are paid over three years, and some are paid over one or two years. In the case of Allah, we've got to pay most of it, well, we've got to pay all the 40 and a half million over 18 months. So we've got a big cash outlay in the next year, pay two thirds of it in the next, every six months, we've got to pay a third roughly. So our first initial thing is something like 13 and a half million. Again, with four nails, 24 million, 8 million up front. Well, if you work that out and you're a very bright boy, I know, you know, take 8 million, take 13 and a half. That's basically your Marco Anatovic money gone, which we got all up front, which is very rare nowadays. So it's about cash. 
people get too hung up about budgets. Budgets don't mean anything because it, it, it depends on how much you spend each each season. And we're still paying, by the way, for Marko Minatovic. And we're still paying for um, Anderson because in the last three years, all of them um, you know, were probably well, okay. spread over three years. Uh, I'll sign that, to be honest. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point that budget no. transfer budgets well, are meaningless Why do you spend bloody long stories about it then? <laughs> so I was about to say, if they're, if they're meaningless numbers, then telling us that the cupboard is bare is equally meaningless. Well, we're, 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 the uh, cupboard is bare in cash terms which is the only real measure we worry about. But unfortunately, the rest of the world talk in transfer terms of how much is a fee worth in, in total. And often that includes the agent fee and everything else. So you have to play the game and use the metric that everyone else uses. But if the cupboard is bare and it counts, and, and, and it counts over time, then yeah. if they made a deal for a, a decent backup striker, another striker at 20 million pounds over three years, seven million pounds is the cupboard is too bare yeah. for that with whatever yeah. money is coming in for how much you're are we right. If, if they buy a, uh, you know, if they buy a, a 70 million player over 70 years, oh, then that probably won't be a problem. Numbers, and in fact, as you know, they were trying to, I, I Look, we were trying to do a deal with Maxi Gomez. It's quite well known now, over seven years. So we were How trying to string that out How much would it cost us in real terms? That would have been about and, 150 million uh, by your workings out. Well, after that, Alan, 81 million tweet the other day you put Why? No, no, no. All right. That, all right. Well, let's, let's, let's get this 81 million tweet out of the way. By the way, it was one tweet, right? And it was just a throwaway tweet. And I've got a lot of grief over it. And you're oh, getting you thrown away. Thrown you should have just junked it. I don't, I, it. I don't. I don't. I don't duck things. I don't delete tweets. So, so what I was trying to explain is, usually we would wanted to do a deal at forty-five or forty point five million over three years. Yeah, and and if we split it over three years, it would have cost us uh, forty and a half divided by three, because we have to pay it in three tranches every six months i was trying to explain very poorly by the way it's an, in cash terms it was equivalent to an 81 million pound deal now agreed How? i didn't because i was trying to say in the first 18 months we're paying the amount of money as it would if it was an 81 million agree for the next three of 18 months we would pay nothing but i was just trying it, it all right it was poorly constructed and it was taken completely the wrong way it was but poorly I was just trying to constructed conceived you should just say I, boy that was no that hi i'm sean i shouldn't have said that that made yeah no but sense. i was just trying to indicate in cash terms because people forget about cash and the businesses and clubs are always short of cash and I was trying to explain it. It backfired. So what? Move on. <laughs> it was a throwaway bloody tweet. And I can't believe so much was made of this bloody 81 million. Well, because um, as a messenger, as I pointed out to in the past... That was a message from anyone. That right, was no, mine. But this is the thing. You are a messenger. So when you do things like that, people naturally believe that could be a message. 
it was a message. Want a message. It was a oh. message while I was on the train after having a few beers. That was yeah. a message. Wow. There you go. So we were pissed. That's what it all comes down to. That go. was go the logger speaking. Yeah. Uh, John, Man, John Mansfield, Tam, heard Carroll has been training with the squad. Would the yes. club offer him some sort of deal if we don't get another striker? No, I don't think so. And and the reason I say no is he is a long way off from being match fit. And I don't think, unless he was absolutely prepared to pay as, pay as your player, no basic at all, I just don't think they would entertain Yeah, basically, shit, and we don't want him. Nathan Wagers, well, the talk is that... Um, Stephen, uh, Steve Bruce is keeping an eye on him, according to the Newcastle Chronicle. And of course, there's a few clubs apparently. Well, Andy Chronicle, and, that's for sure, isn't it? Yeah, and and the MLS, you could have him over there. In uh, what, what's your New York State uh, soccer team? Well, I know they Buffalo exist. Beach. I don't watch them. We right, we have the New York Red Bull, who play yep. in New Jersey. Uh, in Newark, New Jersey. And then we have NYCFC, where Frank Lampard Jr. played for two years. They play at Yankee Stadium. Okay. In the well, Bronx. He could be your new... He could be it, your new here's a question team. for you, Dave, actually. Yes. Right. And it's to yeah. do with Frank Lampard. Now, okay. if Davis loved the third... Yeah. Is Davis no. loved the third because his dad was called Davis Love and his granddad was called Davis Love. Surely when Frank Lampard played in America, he should have been called Frank Lampard III because his dad's called Frank Lampard and his granddad was called Frank Lampard. I don't think enough Americans even knew who he was to care. Oh. Do you get where I'm going, though? I do. I never... Davis I... Love III is because his dad and granddad were called Davis Love. So they don't do... Even though I used third... to think that was his name, the third. So wait a minute. Yeah. So anyway, Frank, we're, we're drifting off. Frank, our... Well, this is not a Frank Lampard suffix podcast. podcast. It's not exactly no. But Frank Lampard, the uh, dad was called Frank, as we know. But he's, he's Frank Lampard Senior's dad was also called Frank, who unfortunately got run over and killed by a bus on the Barking Mud. But that's another oh story. Oh my god! Another day. Something worth laughing about. <laughs> anyway, I've got that story for another day. Made from Waygood, with Nigel's passionate hatred towards our disingenuous owners, I'd like to ask him if he woke up tomorrow as a neutral and was then offered the choice of supporting West Ham, West Ham or Newcastle, which would he choose? Ooh. That is a good question. So I've got to wake up. I've got to not support any football club. And then for some strange reason, the, Why two, I? the two I come out with is West Ham or Newcastle. Why I? Well, I'm afraid probably because I like the kit and the colours, it would have to be West Ham. Uh, Do you or, think, do you think that Sunderland. in your, in your <laughs> hatred, do you rank Gold, Sullivan, Brady in the same level? Are they as bad as Mike Ashley to you? 
Nigel? Well, I don't really follow the goings-on of Newcastle I, I, to, to feel qualified. I understand. But there's a... To tank them. At the, end of, at the end of the day, when Ashley sells up and leaves Newcastle, they're still playing at St. James's Park. Fair enough. Anyway, this is not a Newcastle podcast. No. Uh, Ed Hawthorne. Our attack looks to be scary good. Well, all two of them. However, will we be complaining about the lack of defensive strength a few months in? Almost definitely. Both? Yeah. Without a doubt. I, I, without question. We will... Unless Balbuena... Did you hear that, Sean? Bal Balbuena. Balbuena. Good. Balbuena. Good. Balbuena. 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 Okay. Oh, and you'll see. And Diop, if they stay healthy, I, I, I'm happy with our central defense. But we're we're one. We saw what happened when Balbuena went down at the Balbuena. game. I took my kids to. Uh, against Watford, what happened for the next few weeks after that. We were not anywhere near as as solid in the back as we were when it was those two. We've only oh, had one season, Nigel. So, Dave, when you back no. over? When you back over? September. September. Who's West Ham playing? Yeah. yeah. Nobody. It's international break. I, I told my... To my so I know. I, <laughs> I told my... Trust me. If you're listening at, at Red Squirrel Wine, now Graft Wine, because they have merged, from now on, when you schedule your tastings, you got to look at the damn FIFA calendar, because this is just unacceptable. FIFA? Who FIFA? Well, the international break. That's what it's because of. Oh, That's why I have you. no game. That's why I'm flying so over. It's a curse, because every time it turns up, we lose. But yeah. anyway. Well, I had a draw. I had a draw. Did. Got a you point. Did, did a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I've got a question though. So if we pronounce Allah without the H and without the T as Allah and he's French, why don't we call Diop Dio? I know. That's, for, uh, that's for a French person. Just they, ain't got enough, they ain't got a clue these French people, do they? No wonder we can't we struggle with their language. <laughs> The Welshman, Ali Jones. Oh, boy. Will be very interesting to see Nigel's take on the transfer dealings and his feelings on Sean forward slash Hughes' awful attempts at passing on Gold's comments. Ask Sean for his opinion on the squad strength, not asking for Gold's opinion as he clearly doesn't want to spend any more money. Rumour has it there's a little bit of a divide in the board. Sully wants further investment from Trip. Don't go there, Dave. Oh well. We are still lacking a defensive midfield with a bit of energy and physicality. That's a long word for me. And we still need another striker. There has to be more incomings to cover the further outgoings. His fist down. Right. I heard that. Uh, he's he's quite right there. Can I, uh, can I reply? Write a reply on the, you keep passing on David's Gold's comments, Messenger. First of all, uh, no disrespect to uh, a young Mr. David Gold, uh, but David Gold is not really involved in transfers, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't talk about my sources, but 
it's not David Gold. Um, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, secondly, Albert Tripp uh, or Trip Smith is a minority partner who John. lives in America and, and takes a very inactive role in the West Ham board. Um, I'm not going to go in and outs of board meetings, etc. But the suggestion that there's a division in the board and there is a difference of opinion is social media tittle-tattle, if, if, uh, if, if I can say that. And what was the third question? Uh, what do I think of the squad? Yeah, he wants to know what you think, not what DG thinks. Well, if if I ever asked DG, I'm sure he would tell me, and he wouldn't. He, I'm sure he would. He, he would and say after we stop laughing. Um, so, <laughs> what do I think of the squad? Look, I think Allah and Fornells are, are really good additions. I think we've got some good players in in uh, Fabianski and Diop and. Uh, Rice, etc. And do I, I've already I'll say what you've said. You know, we've got a good first eleven, but it means that you know we've got to stay fit for the whole season. Do we have some frailties in the depth of the squad, in defensive midfield, in left back, um, in centre back if one of them goes, and in a striker? Yes, we do. But in Pellegrini, I trust, and therefore if he's happy. I'm happy, and on his head be it. He's, Pellegrini is his own man. I don't think he just sits there and just takes it from someone like David Sullivan and goes, "Yeah, I, whatever you say, Dave." It's it, that's not that's not Pellegrini's style. He doesn't suffer fools gladly. And I've probably yeah. just I've said too much, so I'll move. I'll ask you to move on. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Uh, Shamil Gilani, I pronounced your name right there, Shamil. Welcome to the club. Last year, our biggest problem was defence. Is it a concern that we have not improved here, namely fullbacks? Um, again, I'll, I'll refer the honourable gentleman to the answer again some time ago, which is in Pellegrini. So I will just repeat her name for you, Sean. <laughs> and, and the clue is in her, Shamil yeah. Gilani. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, you just called her a he. All right, she, sorry. Um, obviously, you've got Fredericks, who, who was playing well, good, had a good film at the end of the season. You've, you've got Zabaleta, one more season in him. Uh, you've got um, Ben Johnson waiting in the wing. So I think I think we've got the right back covered. Um, Pellegrini rates are for Masawaku. Um, I don't. I rate. Personally, uh, Aaron Cresswell as backup. Personally, I, I actually prefer Cresswell to Masawaku personally, but I ain't the manager. And obviously, the, the manager thinks that Ben Johnson can can stand in as a left back too in that position, as as I'm sure could uh, Winston Reed or or um, Ogbonna if if they're asked to. So we who way to we uh, play left with back the manager? If his life depended on it. Who? Reed, Reed has been put in either left back or right back. He, he did play as a right back, I think, when we signed him. For was under right back. I knew he was one of them. 
He doesn't have anywhere yeah. near the legs. Well, I ain't seen pipe yet, don't I? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, one question that I will that perhaps you could say is that if if we've got a good um, 11, is it an 11 that we think could stay at the club for three, four years, enabling us in the next three or four years to fill the squad better? Is it an 11? Is it an 11 that we can keep for three or four years? So if we're well, saying we think this 11 will match any other starting 11 in the top seven, the problem with us is we've got a lack of depth now. But is it a case that next year we can feel, next year we can feel while keeping this 11 together? I'm just trying to think who's the eldest one out of, if we take the best 11, and maybe we should name that. So obviously Fabianski, yeah. Maybe doubtful because he's already 30. Oh, he's only 33, 30, 30, 34. He's a key. 34. Yeah, yeah. But all right. You said, you said three, four years, though, didn't well, you? Phil not? Parks played the 40. Peter Shilton played yeah, the Yeah, no. Play. That was in the old days. You're not suggesting that Keeper uh, plays the 38, 40 now, are you? Yes. You I are? Think, I think Fabianski could do that. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Fabianski, I want to put a question mark. So obviously, Diop is 21. 22. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, Federicks is young. Yes. Um, Wayne is 24, I think. Yeah. So, yes. Um, Masawaku's 25. Could be 25. It could be 50. You never know, do you? Oh. Rice, obviously, 19. Yes. Uh, And and then we've got to choose our... So, Fornell's is is 24. Um, You've got Yamalenko, if he's in our top. Yeah, Will Shear, 25. Yeah, so there, another one. There's another two. Uh, Anderson. Yes. Haller, obviously. Yes. Haller. Lanzini. And Lanzini. So whether they all start at the club or not, something. so what I'm saying is actually, when you look at it, we've got a good first 11. And it yeah. could be that we've gone for a good first 11 and in the future transfer windows, we, they get cut a bit slack to feel in where it's needed. So we will yeah. need a better right back when Zabaleta goes, even to replace Fredericks. We'll need left backs in the future and centre backs. So But you've got to remember we keep on talking about our academy. You know, if if Grady and Coventry and some of these uh, and Holland are going to make it through, we can't just keep on buying players all the time and give no chance. You know, obviously Rice came through, but you know, there's talk of, of Grady going off to a championship club, but, you know, he played 21 um, games last season. And with our mm. depth or lack thereof, I don't understand that loan move. If we're going to look at Calf, believe it or not, I'm actually going to throw a positive. At least in the last couple of years, the players we have purchased, in terms of just asset management, if you want to call it, most of the players we have bought, are more than like are, are more likely to increase in value than decrease. So that is a, that is a fundamental shift in how we've been doing our business since last summer going forward. So that means well, that's enough for that positivity Dave on the fucking owners. You know. All right. I, well, by the way, I'm not giving the owners as much credit and you already know what. Uh, where was um Husilius when the Ala deal was done by the way, Dave? He was oh, in nice. China. They do have email in China, Sean. Oh, Ooh, before you start in, 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 very in the, 
that uh, Sullivan. This is obviously one that Sullivan's going to claim by. You know. Oh I'll come on! Are you going to say? I look forward to that message when it is delivered, and we can all chuckle. <laughs> who did the deal then? Yeah, who did we'll, the deal? I'll take the good ones and Mario. Who who, who 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 did yeah. the who did the who Isn't did it? the Alair deal? Yeah. Eh? Who did it then? Yeah. Who did you it? Know, who did Sullivan? it? Probably Sullivan. Sullivan. Sullivan is the de facto. Chief executive of the club who manages all the deals, so he that he crunches the numbers. We no, Karen Brady is a de facto CEO no, of the club. We don't let her crunch numbers. I wouldn't let her crunch a crunchy. Let her crunch numbers. Oh, you're saying Sean would let her crunch him. On. That's for sure. Oh, oh bubbles, Devere. Right. David White says, "Will Sean go on one of the WHF TV live shows and stick up for himself?" Look. I, I, I personally don't watch uh, uh, the West Ham Fan TV live shows. They've not asked me if I don't look. I, I did an interview with um, Geo from Hammers Chat and I face some difficult questions. If they invite me on a live show and ask me some difficult questions, I'd happily accept. But I haven't been invited uh, to appear on, on one of their live shows. I'm not sure. Um from feedback I hear from other people, they'd want me on the show anyway. So, you know, I, I don't duck interviews. If I was asked, I'll go, but I haven't been asked. Here we go. Uh, Matty Kent, slightly concerned that we may go into the season with just two strikers, and Chikorito. I don't think Antonio can play up front. Neither do I. Surely with the sales of Obiang and likely departure of Agil, we can afford a free transfer. He's put in brackets Balotelli, uh, close brackets, or Morelos from Rangers. I don't know who he is at a small transfer fee. So we have a third option. It's not that small a transfer fee being rumored. He scores a lot of goals for Rangers, but let's remember where that is. That two things: one, it's in the Scottish league. He does. He just scored a hat trick the other day in a in a was it Europa? Is it Europa League or Champions yeah. League? I think it's Europa League qualifying, and he has he has almost as many red cards as he has goals. So it is he's known to have a bit of a of a hot temper. Oh, Mike Frosting. How much is he valued at? I, Dave, there there the rumors on social media, which is the only place I would know anything about it, between ten and fifteen million. Mm. But if as we Canandis, all know, Sean, it's about cash. So it's Scottish League and probably could get more well, extended. If we throw in a barrel of tenants, super, we, we might be out to clinch the deal. Or right, Iron Brew. Scotland. Yeah, Iron Brew. Well, Made out girders. No, again, it is a, you make a joke. It is about cash. Is the money up front? Is it over 10 years? What is it? In between? <laughs> it's whatever is, is agreed upon between the two parties and the deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Taffy Wallback, our friend in China. Uh, he doesn't say whether he went for a game. Taff, I, 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 the fact that we bothered to go to where you are, that you actually went and watched them. I used to be indecisive about West Ham. Now I'm not so sure. That was a joke. Wasn't obviously. It? Hang on, obviously hang on. You didn't get it, but yeah. What I have heard about Elu yeah. is that he is not good as a long sack here. And it's either one or two player closer to him. Is he French now? Utafi. 
Well, I thought I'd do it as a French yeah. one because it was like rhyming allure with striker, yeah. and player. <laughs> West Ham might play Chico and allure um, as a front two. I doubt that. Well, it's always an option, is it? Paul Sanders, yeah. the Colonel's son. Is there a code for the Super Six? All good things will come to those that wait, Paul. But they will be. That's because you haven't That's done it. I, yeah, oh, I ain't done it. Well, it's still early, yeah, isn't it? I'm still in cricket mode. I've just watched the Open. I'm still not into my football mode yet. I've got the Ashes starting on 1st of August. You know, All right, so just to show, great. so I've done the Fantasy Premier League. Oh, fantasy that's because the only sport dot, you know is football. You don't know any other sport. Fantasy, Fantasy.premierleague.com and the join code for more than just a podcast is FWY259. That is Foxtrot Alpha. Whiskey Yankee 259. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Uh, Mark Bright, something tells me this will be a three-hour special. Uh, We're only up to an hour oh, now, so go. I don't Hello. think so. Paul Sanders, old Colonel Sun's back again. Are you having a fantasy football mini-league as well? Oh, well, there you oh, go. Sure. Yes, we are, and I've just read it out. What was yeah. it again? Did you want to give it in? No, I've just given it oh, out. Right. I don't need oh, to say well, it again. Uh, Michael Malin, who sounds like Michael Palin, but with an M. Goodbye, Arnie. Even though he's put army with an M. I think he meant Arnie, though. Uh, goodbye, army. You ruled that he's wrong with modern game. That's what he's put. So, farewell, army. And he's gone off with his Andes. Um, Ali Jones came back. Also, fair play to Sullivan for approving the first 11. The squad, though, is arguably weaker and we've shaved so much off the wage bill. Where's all the money gone? Q Sean Flandering for the scripts goals given him. <laughs> what is this about gold yeah, all the time? I where oh, he gets it from. It's not gold, it's a senior source. Um That's so, well. so let's talk about I mean I did an article on Clarence Hugh about wages and, and by my estimate, um we have saved ourselves and this is without Hugh Gill, but includes Byron. It doesn't include um, Obiang and it doesn't obviously include Hernandez. We've saved ourselves around 300 grand a week, which is about 15 million quid a year in the wages we've reduced. Um, now a lot of people have said we'll turn that into cash, and it is you know, it does turn into cash, let's be honest. But we had to trim our bill anyway because we were very we've sort of gone over. <laughs> A limit for FFP, and oh. uh, you know we'd have ended like up like Chelsea on a transfer ban. You might not want to hear it, right? But I'm just telling you, I'm just a messenger. Isn't I'm FFP though you. judged over three seasons? And no, that that no no no, that's only European. That's UEFA uh, over three seasons, and that's losses. Wages is a Premier League thing. So if you are over FFP on wages for one season. They, you have a transfer ban. Correct. <clears throat> okay. And were we over FFP this past season? Or whatever the well, past financial year that just ended? I think we had some challenges. Right. How many clubs? 
have been fined for this. How many Premier League clubs have fallen foul of Premier League rules and got a Premier League ban? Well, all together? Well, how many? None, none so far. Well, rest my case, you are. It's a, it's a false on. thing. It's total rubbish. But hang on. Hang on. Isn't Chelsea going through a transfer ban? Having nothing to do with FFP. It has to do no. with underage you, players. Yeah, but I'm just showing there is there is more. If Chelsea can be banned Not by FIFA. No, but for FIFA, it shows you. That they will get tough at some point, and let's not be the first, eh, Nigel? Eh, let's not oh, be the first. Otherwise, we won't be talking about. We, we won't be talking about any transfer budgets whatsoever because it will be zero. That's a false equivalency. That's saying we could have a transfer ban if we fall afoul of Premier League FFP wage rules because. Oh, well, let's Chelsea... not follow the rules at all, David. Then that's just. I didn't oh, say don't that. worry about the rules. <clears throat> I didn't say that. As Nigel said, has anybody ever been fined or penalised at all? No, but that's not the first. I, I don't even know of another club that talks about it. I've oh, never heard do. it mentioned because, it. Because Sean Whetstone don't follow any other club. So, basically, there are no other Sean Whetstones out there working for other clubs that talk to their senior sources. I don't work for the Sorry, club. Sorry, not work for the club. That talk to the senior sources that give the information to say, Oh, we better watch out. This financial fair play is crippling us. Has the potential to cripple us. Anyway, it's not a financial fair play podcast. <laughs> okay, now. All right, and that, unless I've, I've looked on Twitter and I can't see anyone. Then again, oh, we I don't. can't see we've tweeted it. So I think it was a waste of time looking on Twitter. So. Here's, here's my question before we, we wrap up. Um, I don't know if we're going to record again before the first game of the season. I don't know about your holiday plans. Um, so let's look forward to uh, uh, the games. Let's do a, a little bit of a, a forecast. We've obviously got um, uh, Fulham. We've got Berlin. We've got Balboa. No. no, what are they? Bilbao. 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 And then we've got Man City. So I'm going to ask you a few predictions for all of those. I'm going to start with you, David. Fulham. Uh, a friendly? Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fulham 2, West Ham 2. 2-2. Two, two. Okay. And, uh, and uh, Berlin? Uh... Which one's the Betway Cup? Is that no Bel- the Bilbao is no, the that, Betway Cup, right? Yeah, yeah, the Berlin, um, West Ham three, the Berlin one. Okay, oh, very positive. And the Betway Cup. Oh, I, I think we've got this cup in the bag. I think we're going to finally get some <laughs> silverware. I have it as West Ham United. Do they go to penalties on that? Yeah. Yeah. West Ham United, the, the game will end nil-nil. And then All right, and now, and now the big one. We will win on penalties. Okay, and then, and then finally, Man City, first game of the Premier League. West Ham United, one. Manchester City, three. <laughs> Nigel, Fulham. Yes, yeah, on the district line. 
I know. I, well, it depends on where you get off. I mean, I get off at Parsons Green, but you know, that's fine. Come on, be a piss play along. along. Fulham. Yeah. Uh, we'll win two one. All right. Berlin. Take my breath away. Just humor him, Nigel. Give him a number. Uh, I think we'll lose. I think the running track will affect our concentration. It won't be a claret pitch. It's a blue running track. We're not going to know where the white lines are because it ain't claret. I think we'll lose 2-0. Okay. Okay, Fetway Cup. I think... <laughs> and and Man City. We'll I think Man City will tonk us 4-0. <laughs> so basically you're saying we're going to lose no, all four games. Yeah. Him. Oh, you said yeah. we beat Fulham. He did say that. I don't think it's anything I'll to worry about. Two. To be fair, we, you know, Man City beating us at home. Nothing, nothing new there. I will I will go Fulham 1-0. Um, Berlin 1-0. And I'll probably go... That way, cut one nil uh, for West Ham and and all oh, Man City. Don't be silly. I think one nil, one nil. Definitely. What? Yeah, we're we're going to win them. one nil. We're we're going to go top of the league. Yeah, and we're going to win one nil. We're going to be top of the league. Though, someone's bound to score two. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Oh, Whoa, you missed oh, a little bit the there, first boy. Kick off. Early kick off. Come Well, I think there's a Friday night. Top of the league. <laughs> top of the league oh that's a Friday kickoff, I think anyway right I think that's it isn't it um, although I'd love to talk to you for another an hour and 20 minutes um, I think we've we've sort of run out of stuff to talk about so I've been Sean the uh, David has been I've been I've been Dave uh, Nigel has been me uh, and that's it bye Come on, you are. Come on, you are. Bonjour. It's Alain. Your mic's been very loud tonight, Nigel. I hope it comes out on the mix that it's not as loud as it is at the moment. It's it's no laptop. It's not my Mac. Oh, that's the problem. Bye. 